much welcome today's guest Hi, good afternoon ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Lifestyle with Dr. Moby. I'm Dr. Moby and today we are honored with great guests. Let's welcome Leah. Thank you, Dr. Moby. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, it's been our pleasure. So tell us, uh, our listeners and viewers, about your uh, journey and how did you start with social media? Sure. So I currently help entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses. I help my clients get to six figures, their first six figure year, and then get to their first seven figure year. After that, I started my business when I was a paralegal in New York City, and I was on the track to go to law school. I had gone to undergrad, assuming I would go to law school, and I had gotten my job as a paralegal, assuming the same thing. I the LSAT and was accepted into law school. And as I was about to start, I realized I did not want to do this at all. And I had to face a lot of internal truths about the fact that I was pursuing this path because it was safe and because I thought that it was secure, but it was not really what I wanted to do. And this was a very scary realization because at the time I was only 23, 24, which seems young and it was young, but it felt like everything I had done since I was 18 was leading me to go to law school. So to then throw in the towel and not even to just give up, but to give up without knowing what else I was going to do was very scary. So I started at the time a blog, which is now what my business is, but I started a blog to write about my road less traveled and my decision to kind of do something different, do something different than the normal graduate school path that so many millennials are on, um, even though I didn't know what that would look like. And that blog where I really wanted to just kind of connect with other people turned into a community and it turned into a total experiment of digital marketing. And then I started teaching other people what I was learning, both in terms of the personal development and in terms of the digital marketing I was learning. Then I started coaching others. And six years later, it is now my business. Wow, congratulations. And it's a great story. So also tell me a little bit about, you know, uh, the few things, you know, first is, you know, a lot of people think that they are, um, you know, pursuing one path, but they don't realize they have ta talent for others. So how was that? Uh, I am sure you you knew very well about law and uh, in paralegal, um, you know, law school, but you never knew you had this talent, right? Yeah, I definitely didn't know anything about marketing or sales or personal development the way that I do now. But I do think that I believed I could be an entrepreneur. Um, there were definitely moments of self-doubt and I still doubt myself sometimes. I think everyone does. Mm -hmm. But something in me believed that I was destined for something more and that I could do something different than just being a lawyer. Not that there's anything 
easy about being a lawyer, but that I could do something more unique to myself. And that belief is really what allowed me to then find the other things that I was good at. Okay, very nice. And how supportive was your family? Pretty supportive. I'm very lucky. Both my parents were supportive of me. They didn't understand what I was doing. They didn't really get it and they didn't really see the vision with me, but that's okay. My now husband was just my boyfriend at the time. He was very supportive, um, but we didn't have, you know, we didn't share bank accounts yet. So it wasn't like he was at risk. He wasn't taking the risk as much as I was. So everyone supported me and everyone wanted to see me succeed, but definitely no one had to sweat it out the way I did. And so it definitely had its lonely moments, even though I had supportive family. Um, but I think just realizing that it's not your family's job to see your vision. It's not your family's job to believe in you. It's your job to believe in you can take a lot of that pressure off. And they do usually want to see you win. Sometimes they just feel like they're looking out for you. if They feel doubtful. Hmm. Okay. Also, tell us a little bit about your uh, adventure or venture right now. What is the name of your company and how clients can, can reach you or what is the scope? My website is just my name. So it's just leahgervais.com. And as I mentioned, I help entrepreneurs start, grow, and scale their businesses to six and seven figures. You can find me on my website. And if you are an entrepreneur or a side hustler that wants to increase your sales, definitely check out our programs. Okay, very nice. Also, tell me a little bit about with COVID and how it has impacted you and your business. It's really just made me so grateful that I took this risk on myself years ago because a lot of the fear was that I was giving up security by leaving the legal field or by leaving corporate America. And I think COVID really showed us that that security is just false. There is no real security except for security within yourself and your ability to come through for yourself because people were laid off like crazy during COVID, salaries changed during COVID, our jobs as we know it changed. And the truth is me working for myself was probably one of the most consistent things I could have been doing. And that stayed the same all through COVID. I already was virtual. I already knew how to make money on my own and none of that really changed. So if anything, COVID just made me more grateful that I had decided to do this years ago and um, you know, reinforce the idea that this idea of security and um, and sureness and certainty that people cling on to in corporate America is 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 really just a, a false sense of security because the most secure thing you can do is learn to make money for yourself and not rely on someone else from your for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. uh, also, tell me a little bit what is your experience? I'm sure you're probably getting a lot of uh, referrals or or advice about COVID. How to survive? How was the like lifeline for businesses in COVID? What do you mean? Like, I'm sure uh, you're getting more people find that they find it hard to reach their goals or uh, with COVID, of course, put a lot of work, um, you know, workers and work away from us. So those revenue generation has been really impacted, you know. Yeah, not really for what I do and for what I help my clients because we are all virtual based. So it's actually just a great time to have an online business or to make money from digital marketing or social media because more people are either online than before or moving online. Um, it has not, it doesn't need to be a scary thing if you know, if you have different forms of income from digital marketing or online marketing. 
Uh, no, what I meant is that uh, businesses might be getting advice from you that their mm -hmm. revenue stream has gone down. So they can kind of reclassify the, our style or uh, look for other revenue sources, like you're saying, online. So they might change yeah. their methodology to more online. And then, so like I am getting some uh, feedback from the, you know, yoga uh, or from a lot of uh, therapists too, you know, they were doing, uh, of course, in business, in person before. Now they're coming back, but there was time with COVID, they had to switch to online classes. Yeah, you know, so, right, and that impacted you know some of uh, you know those client base. So, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I think any new business stream takes time to grow out and build out. But mm -hmm. even if things are going more back to in person, I still think having at least some, if not all, of your business online and having some of your revenue streams online is a is a smart way to go because your overhead cost is a lot lower mm -hmm. so if you're a yoga instructor and you love doing yoga in person you can continue to do that of course but you also have the opportunity to perhaps create a membership or do personal uh individual sessions over zoom or do more tailored classes to groups over zoom things like that and i would recommend doing that even if you are able to meet in person again just because your overhead cost is so much lower Okay. And regarding your program, is your program tailored to um, different industries or is it um, general or how do you, can you explain? It's not tailored to industries, it's tailored to business models. So it's for businesses that offer a service, mm -hmm. ideally a service you can do virtually. We have had people that are like wedding planners go through the program who obviously are dependent on the region that they plan weddings in. Um, but it also is it's it's really designed for anyone that offers a service so whether you're a consultant or a yoga instructor like you said or a designer or um, a psychologist a therapist a coach anything like that if you offer a service then my program would help you increase your sales okay so you basically do you uh, study their revenues and streams and do you study all uh, do you go in person or do you just do all online or how do you normally have all online or online so and then you do conferences and kind of give them the feedback and what are the things they can improve or to help their revenue right we do a mix of online courses and online coaching so we help them strategize their sales help them strategize their funnels help them strategize their launches and weekly we discuss with them what is and isn't working how they can increase their sales things like that Okay. And uh, do you have also a portal for business to business or like self-help? So maybe uh, I'm sure you have your lot of clients, uh, they can connect or reconnect with, with, do you have a group, social media groups or? All of our programs are in groups, yes. Oh, okay. Well, so if they want to benefit from your other clients or help each other, then they can connect, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just this weekend, one of my clients got married and she invited four of my other clients from the group. They all become very good friends. Okay, very nice, very nice. Also, tell me, what was the um, hardest part about uh, your career change? What was the hardest part of it? The hardest part was believing continually that it was going to work, even when I didn't have the proof that it was going to work. 
it's never the technical side that's challenging, you know, building a website, creating a service, social media, all of that you can figure out with enough time and patience and willingness to learn. It's more the mental game and the willingness to sit in discomfort and fear and be without a guarantee that things are going to work out, but mm -hmm. continue to choose to move on anyway and to go on anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was our, and what kind of help did you find was really kind of taking you to the next level? Was it friends, family, all above? Or? I always have hired my own mentors and coaches and I've paid a lot of money for that type of support to have people who have created businesses uh, teach me different revenue streams, different ways of thinking, different ways of planning their business, all that type of stuff has really helped propel me because it's just allowed me to not create everything from scratch and to learn what other people have done. Mm -hmm. um, and just being in in communities and surrounding myself with people who are also entrepreneurs is hugely helpful. Okay. Also, if you would like to give any last advice for you for our listeners which we have not covered and uh, you can uh, share that and then we will wrap it up for you sure my last piece of advice is to create something if you're an entrepreneur make sure you can scale something which is easier to do with something online than in person if it's a physical product you're always going to have overhead costs and to be intimately familiar with the own limits in your mind because they will hold you back more than any any limits around you and i think with that uh, thank you for again coming to our show and we'd like uh, everybody to check out your website and get help with your program and these are fantastic like you said it's all about the mindset um, yes you could have definitely financial impacts and but but you know, uh, everything grows with rain. So I mean, nothing grows without rain. You'll always have, uh, you know, difficult time. Um, if you want to grow, and if you don't want to grow, then, you know, you can still take that path. So with that in mind, uh, thank you once again, and uh, keep watching our shows. Take care. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Thank you, beautiful people, for listening to this podcast and supporting us. Take care. Good night.